This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Well, here we are, another episode of Team Lotus Cares podcast, episode 34. It's a good day. It's a good day. It is a good day. we uh, got a couple of things coming up. One of them really exciting. If you've ever wondered about chat, GPT, and artificial intelligence, we're going to dive into that pretty deep today. Tell you what you need to be aware of if you're using it, things you can use it for. And we'll just kind of give you a, a brief uh, welcome into it. It's really one of those things you have to use it to learn it. So we'll, we're going to dive into that. But the thing I wanted to point out this week, this story really caught me off. This really surprised me. Um, there's a company in Canada called Casino Rama. I think they own 29 casinos across Canada. Well, back a few couple of weeks ago, all of them were closed for the better part of a week due to a, a ransomware cybersecurity attack. Imagine the cost of that. Cha-ching. Yeah, Ouch. The, the company hasn't even mention what the cost is going to be, how they're going to, how, you know, at the, at the time of writing the article, how they were going to recover. Uh, they had to disclose obviously to the press, to the government and their labor union, their labor union is now investigating, launched an investigation because they want to know if their members data was exfiltrated or, you know, exposed publicly right. in this breach. Um, and this not only affected the gaming portion of the business, but also they had to cancel two concerts as well. They couldn't even conduct those concerts without their computers. And I think a lot of people don't stop and think about how much of their day-to-day business life, personal life, is affected by computers. And all of a sudden, if we just shut them all off. Yeah, I, I think we've we've touched base on um, some other episodes that um, a lot of small business owners say, well, I'm too small for this to happen, or, you know, I think we'll be fine, we'll, we'll survive that. But this is a perfect example. So it's basically, if you take a whole bunch of tiny little small businesses, that's what this casino is, right? Yeah. So they have their reputations out there. They have to disclose that. That cannot stay isolated. So they don't have to, you know, basically say how much money they've lost and what the potential was of those two concerts that they postponed. But it's still, you know, are you going to go over there in game? Right. Yeah. It's like you you have to take my personal information. You've got to take my financial information. Mm -hmm. And so what are going to be the repercussions? So that dollar figure, even though on through that weekend, um, they're not going to be recovered, you know, how much the loss is. They know exactly how much the loss is. The other part that they don't, don't know is through the compromise, how what they're going to lose in the future. Right. You know, what is that going to be that percentage that they're going to drop? Yep. So it's just, you know, it's all relative to, you know, that, that attack, you know, that business. Um, so we are, all of us are, you know, we could be exposed to that. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and some people out there may say, well, you, you would just take cash to the, you know, casino and you wouldn't have to worry about it. And I'm sure Canada has laws similar to the U.S. that if you win over a certain amount, it used to be $600, uh, you then have to work with the casino to claim that on your taxes yeah. so they have that information so they 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 have more information i think than most people realize and a lot of businesses have more information about their customers 
then I think that they would realize as well. Yeah, that law of disclosure, like you said, you know, to the to the government agencies, and then I think that what's really interesting too is the union, right? Yeah. Now, now it's gone more. You know, it's gotten a little step further. Now that organization's also been, you know, wow, how much of this is going to affect us? You yep. know, um, you know, by the employees that they they um, represent, and also financially, how how are they going to recover? Is any of their information is also, you know, compromised because of that Absolutely. relationship? So we just want to point these out. I mean, these are um, these stories happen a lot to various degrees, and there's a, you know, we probably hear. I don't want to put a percentage on, but we hear a very slim percentage of these stories. They are generally not reported publicly. Right. I mean, I've been involved in a number of them in the businesses opted not to report these publicly. So it happens much more than we think. But so just want to bring that to your attention um, that, uh, you know, that the, the ransomware has not went away. Cyber security attacks are not going away. They're actually continuing to grow, which is hard to believe. So let's dive into chat, GPT and artificial intelligence. We're going to get down to um, uh, how you can use it today. You could log on while we're talking and use it, but a little bit of background. So about 75 years ago, simulated intelligence was proposed. And then the first chatbot was named Elisa and it came out in 1964. And what it did is it pretended to be a doctor. Now, modern iterations are relying more on the context of what the user is saying more so than obviously Elisa was able to do in 1964. And this is through analysis by la uh, natural language processors where they're able to pick apart your language and pick up a theme in it, and they're getting better and better. That is likely the most amazing part of this artificial intelligence is that ability to take that language and then turn that into computer information that can be used to tap into a database because remember chat gpt in the back end is just a giant database yeah. of what we would call a knowledge base it's yes. just an expanded knowledge base of information not current by the way you can't ask chat gpt something that happened a week ago or even three months ago uh, it goes back uh, well more than a year in its uh, knowledge that uh, was updated so GP chat GPT four likely will bring that more current, but it's still not going to be current information. And by the way, a lot of us may not remember this. I was just reminded about it recently when somebody was talking to me about it. Microsoft Tay came out in 2016. Now you may not have heard of Microsoft Tay because Microsoft in their infinite wisdom launched it directly on the Twitter. And so the fine folks on Twitter taught Tay very quickly, within days, to become a racist jerk. And uh, ultimately, with, within days, Microsoft had to shut down this train wreck. They gave up on AI and ultimately invested a billion dollars in open AI, the people behind ChatGPT. By the way, how many people are using it? They're averaging a million users they averaged a million users in the first five days it was publicly available. So it's really funny. Um, speaking of some of our colleagues on, you know, on a week, week to week, um, in the 
how they react to this, you know, when this, these nooses, like, you know, you have that 50-50, this is a wonderful tool. And then there's others like, oh, I don't know about that. I yeah. don't like how that's going to evolve. So, you know, you have like all these futuristic ideas of these movies that we've seen, you know, um, as to where that's going to lead to. But ultimately, you know, I think when I was using it, you know, it, it's a tool, right? So yes. you, we compose articles, we compose reports, we compose a lot of different. So that's how I use it to that benefit. And I think that that's the intended um, intended um, reason why it's here, right? Yep. Um, but the one thing that, all, you know, kind of caught my eye is like clearing that history. And because I do that, you know, you do that with your cookies and you do that, you know, different things that you're, you know, I just don't store any of that. And it's like, so it's like, oh, absolutely. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the only problem with ChatGPT Chat, Chat and, and we'll get into this with OpenAI and the organization is they are they're right up front. When you sign up, they t- are telling you, hey, we're using this to learn more. So even though you clear your your sure. they are they do tell you in the front, yes, we are going to be keeping this because we're using it for research. But we'll dive more into that in just a moment. Um I wanted to go back just a little bit about what is this database of information it's got. It's called Common Crawl. It's three point one five billion pages. Now um GPT chat GPT four is promising in the area of trillions of pages. So that tells you how much more advanced the next version is going to be when it comes out. That's mind boggling. Also remember too, chat GPT is not connected to the internet. And that may sound weird, but it cannot do again, a current search of the internet. It can only rely on this 3.15 billion pages, including articles, blog posts, even books that it's gotten in its database. Um, it's easy enough to sign up. You just go to chat.openai.com and you can sign up for an account there. It is free. They do offer a paid version for $20. The difference is there's lower latency and there's more availability. If you're paying, you won't run into the screen of we're too busy to help you right now. Now I must say in the past couple of weeks, I have not ran into that screen and I've used it quite a bit. So it, um, it's becoming less and less of an issue on the free version. So what's some of the things you can do? Blog content, marketing information, email copy. If you're going to be sending out marketing emails, uh, improve your study sessions. You can actually have chat GPT become a study partner and do flashcards with you. Uh, You can write short computer scripts or research vendors. It can do that as well. Again, very well-known vendors that have been around for a while because, again, this is not current information. So just keep that in mind. So you want to be very verbose. You want to say much more than you would think that you have to say. So it's probably going to be more difficult for men. We like to just say very few words. but And you have to be very specific, even giving it specific limits such as the length of the article you want. And then you have to be very nuanced with your requests. So the more information you give it, the better information that you get back. Or the better information you give it, the better information you're going to get out of it. So one of the first things you want to do is have chat GPT adopt a persona or an occupation. You can have it adopt the persona of a historical person, maybe Martin Luther King, or somebody who's a firefighter or a medical assistant, anything like that. And then 
Again, you can have multiple goals, but they have to be clearly defined as to what you want to get out of the chat engine when you write your, your query. And then when you write your subsequent queries as well. And again, add background information and then also tell it how you want the final or uh, format output formatted. And this is the most important. Well, one of the most important. Review and check the response, especially if you have it write code for you or a, a script. Make sure you know how to understand a script before you run that script because there's no guarantee that, that there couldn't be some corruption in those 3.15 billion pages of information it's relying upon. So be on the lookout for that. And as Maria mentioned, clear your cache, but just remember anything you put in chat GPT is stored indefinitely by open AI. And, uh, and one of the other last puppy tips is the, the more you practice, the better you'll get at communicating and getting the information you want out of chat GPT. I like the tool. I'm sorry. I like the tool. I, I do too. I've used it for a, a couple of, uh, of work related things beyond just playing with it. I've written a couple of scripts with it. I've done some articles. Uh, I've done research supporting information yes, for articles. Absolutely. It didn't write the whole article. No. I, I used it to fill in some gaps. You know, So I'll sit down and write an article, and then I'll say, hey, get some information about this or research that. And then when I go back and do my research, I'll use ChatGPT in that aspect. But I'm not sitting down asking it to write the whole article. So, But... Um, but it is, it is, I think, a powerful tool. I, I, I'm not to the point that it's scaring me. I don't foresee it taking 20 to 30% of the jobs in our country. Mm -hmm. and right now, we probably have 20 to 30% of our jobs open and unfulfilled at the moment. Um, and then also down the road, I, I you know, I, Elon Musk said this best a few weeks ago in an interview. He said, look, you know, if it gets out of hand, we just turn off the power. Yeah. I mean, we have that capability. Yeah. I think for me, too, it, it, the, if there was going to be a concern, it's the authenticity yes. of what you're putting out. Yes. Is it still me? Am I actually just regurgitating? I mean, never copy and paste. That's like lunacy. Like you said, it's like you have to kind of, you know, you have to read through it. Yes. You know, um, I have read articles out there that they start off like, great you know and i'm reading through and i'm like what that topic yeah. has i mean that didn't make sense you know yep. um that would be my nightmare yeah. you know of putting something out there that is not relevant to the topic um or misleading anyone um that that would be my nightmare yeah and i and folks really need to be on guard you know sadly going into this next election cycle national election cycle we're gonna have to watch out for that i think there's gonna be a lot of usage of this and as you say i i i've already thought about it but more and more i am reading news articles and getting partway through them and going if this doesn't make sense yeah. you have to do your own relevant research yes. so don't just rely you know computers are told <laughs> on its own in yes. that in chat gpt is just a ginormous one of those oh yeah yeah and we're going to cover over the next few weeks we have some guests coming in and in ourselves, we're going to be uh, covering a lot of uh, information related to artificial intelligence beyond chat GPT. There are voice simulators and some of the things you really need to be on the lookout for 
and some stories around that. So that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks. Um, other than that, I think the only thing to talk about is the weekly cybersecurity tips that come out every Thursday morning. Yes. Maria puts those out. Uh, these are short, um, just reminders of what you should be doing to protect you and your company, organizations, data, reputation, and business operations. Uh, and they're just short little tips that you can use to protect yourself. It's basically as a short reference of what we just did yes um in an email format and it's kind of compressed to short and sweet um so basically it's just kind of a guide absolutely so we talk about business matters we talk about it cybersecurity for the for the average person we do it every week here on the team lotus cares podcast don't forget you can review us uh on the, your favorite podcast platform whether it's spotify apple iHeartMedia, among others and also be sure to share it with your friends and family and whomever you want. And thank you for listening. Catch you the next time. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services. Business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.